Welcome to the Central Live Podcast with Pastor Jim Caldwell. At Central Baptist Church in Phoenix City, Alabama, it's our mission to make disciples who make disciples. Let's join Pastor Jim as he shares today's message. Amen. You can be seated. Have you worshiped this morning? What a powerful, powerful time of worship this morning. Man, God's done so much. You know, when, when you look at the slide, you just saw, God, look at all the things he's done, and that's just in the past couple months. And he's good. And you know what? It, just like Dee said, you may not have gotten your miracle yet, but God's still there, and he's still in the miracle business. And so I, I want to encourage you, just trust him. Believe Him through this time. Trust Him. See, God desires us through the circumstances of life to just be a light that's shining brightly in the midst of circumstances. See, especially for believers, it, it, you know, it's easy to shine the light when things are going good, right? I mean, it's easy when things are going your way. Man, you know, it's, it's like simple. It's easy to just, just let it, you know, let it flow. But when things get tough, that, that's when we find out uh, who we really, who our faith's really in, who our trust is really in. And uh, here's something I want you to understand. Being a light for Jesus doesn't mean you're trying harder to be a light for him. Because, see, we can't be a light for him. We're just carriers of the light. We're just reflectors of his light. And he lives in and through us and comes out of us. So you can't, you can't work harder to be a light. You can't say, I, 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 gotta, you know, I just got to try harder. I got I to gotta be better. I got I to gotta do, you know, whatever it takes to be a light. No. Being a light is all about surrender to him and allowing his light to shine through you and not letting your light become dim. See, today's message, you've seen it, it's up on the screen. It's called, Let's Do It. You like action? I like action. Let's do it. Y'all ready to do it? Hey, that's good. I hadn't even told you what yet. That's good. Good response. I like that. I tell you what, I enjoyed having the teddy bears in the room, but, but uh, y'all's smiles are even better. It's awesome. Glad to be here this morning. Uh, so I've been using this light at my house. How many of you have seen the encouraging word? Yeah, at least two of you. All right. No, that's good. Uh, I've been using this light. Is that bright? See, when I'm at my dining room table and I'm sitting behind my laptop, and that light shines on me, you can see me so much better when my video goes out. I mean, just a lot better. And, you know, you probably, if you were sitting there, you'd be thinking just like I am right now, man, these lights are bright. But that's what it takes for video to get out and, and to look good, right, is for the light to really shine. Well, you know, we're, we're here, and I want to put up a couple of verses for you 
on the screen, if you, if you can do that for me, Josh. Put up the first verses there. Luke 8, 16. It says, Now, no one, after lighting a lamp, covers it over with a container or puts it under a, a bed, but he puts it on the lampstand so that those who come in may see the light. And then the next verse, and it says, For nothing is hidden that will not become evident, nor anything secret that will not be known and come to light. See, Jesus, when, when you have a relationship with God through Jesus, see, you, you've got the light. And, and all you have to do is let the light shine out of you. you. You don't have to make it up. You don't have to try harder. But, but I think sometimes what happens is we kind of cover it up. It's not very bright, is it? When you cover it up, it's not very bright. It doesn't, it, it doesn't show the way it's supposed to. I promise you, if I do this at my house, I'm not going to have enough light. Y'all are going to be going, why is he so dark tonight? It's the same way with us. I, I think so many times we let the things of the world, we let things get to us, and they, they kind of cover us up. It's like putting our lamp under a bed is what the verse said. We're not going to put our lamp under a bed. No, you wouldn't do that. You want the, a lamp to shine. You want it to shine brightly, right? You want your light to be shining. And the way to do that is to trust Him. Believe in Him. See, if, if people, if you're a follower of Jesus, you've got that light in you. You've got it. You know, the little kid song says, that little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, right? It doesn't say that little light of mine I'm going to make it burn brighter. Jesus has to do it. He, he's the one reflecting through you, that's living through you, that's allowing uh, this to happen in and through you. Does it make any sense to cover up Jesus' light? Does it make any sense whatsoever? All right, let me explain this, okay? I've not had any feedback for weeks, okay? The band's kind of like this most of the time, laughing at me. So I haven't had any feedback, so I've got to have feedback, okay? All right, so are, are y'all ready again? Does it make sense to cover up Jesus' light? That's so good. Oh, I'm glad to be back, I tell you. That was worth it. Oh, man. So if we cover up His light, if we let the things of the world get to us, if we let the troubles that we're in, the situations that we're in, if we let them get to us, y'all, we're, we're covering up His light. We're not allowing Him to shine like He desires to shine. It makes no sense. See, the reason Jesus gave us His life, one is so we could have a relationship with Him, but the second reason He gave us His life is so that people could see His life through us. It's not about how good we are, how great we can do, or how much stuff we do. It's all about what we allowed Jesus to do in and through us. So he gave his life so that others could see it. How well are people seeing the light in your life? Is, is, is it, is, are you covering it with a blanket? Are you stuffing your light under the bed, as the verse said? Are you letting his light shine through you? When people see you, do they see Jesus living through you? Hey, I want to tell you something. I, I, I just want to commend our church. Yesterday, we had an emergency ministry need. I mean, it had to happen right that second. And quite a few of our people came to the rescue and gave their whole day, basically, to
to help one of our church members that was in need. And uh, that's letting your light shine. I, I promise you there wasn't one person that started out the day saying, I hope I can go give my whole day away, you know, that I was planning to do other stuff. No, but that's what you do when you let Jesus shine through you. When Jesus opens up opportunities, you follow him. You go where he wants you to go. So Jesus kind of changes gears here in Luke chapter 8. So I want you to look at Luke 8.18. Because it doesn't sound like it even goes with the, with the you know, lighting the lamp and all that. But let's, let's look at it together. Luke 8.18 18 says, So take care how you listen, for whoever has, to him more shall be given. And whoever does not have, even what he thinks he has shall be taken away from him. Take care how you listen. I would have thought he would have said, take care how you act. What you doing, right? That's what I would have thought. Listen, we just finished our P5 group, Pastor's Prayer and four other P's. I can't even remember them all right now. But one of the emphasis of our group was learning how to listen to God. And we actually went through a book that kind of pointed us to the scriptures that talk about hearing from God. And, and it, it was really good. But part of listening to God is acting when he says something to you. See, I, I think... Generally speaking, the Christian world, we, we have a lot more knowledge than we have obedience. We, we, know, we know a lot more than, than we actually do. You know what I mean? So, you know, if you're, if you're listening and acting on what Jesus tells you to do, he's going to show you more. But when you're listening and he tells you something, that means it's time to do it, right? Unless he says, don't do it until something happens. Generally, when, when the Lord's speaking to your heart and you know he's telling you something, you, you need to act on it right then. Are, are, are you listening? Because Jesus speaks to us. He speaks through his word, through a lot of different things, through people. I know he speaks through my wife way too much. But that, that's, the, that's the way God works. And he uses circumstances, different things in your life to speak to you. Are you listening? Do you, do you have an ear? Because he said, be careful how you listen. Because basically what he's saying there in verse 18 is, if, if you're listening and you're acting on what I'm saying, I'm going to give you more. I'm going to show you more. I'm going to show you more of myself. That's what he's saying. He's, you're going to understand him better. You're going to get to know him better. But what happens to those that don't? If you don't listen, if you don't do what he's telling you, what, what you're hearing, he's going to take even that away from you. you. You'll be going, man, I want to get closer to God. I want to know God's will for my life. I want to get closer to him. Well, those are great things to desire, but, but you can't be saying that on the one hand and on the other hand be saying, but I'm not going to do that thing that you told me I needed to do. I'm not going to straighten up that attitude. I deserve to be mad at them. I deserve not to forgive them. I, whatever it is that you're hanging on to, that, that's holding you back. It's holding you back right now. We don't need to be held back. Don't need to be held, held back. I'm going to tell you, these next three verses that are coming up, they seem out of place to me. I, I'm just going to tell you, I, as I've read this uh, passage a bunch of times, uh, they seem like they're out of place, but I, I want to encourage you, listen, okay? Because I, I, think, I think 
I kind of got it figured out here. It says, Luke 8, 19 through 21. It says, And his mother and brothers came to him, and they were unable to get to him because of the crowd. And it was reported to him, Your mother and your brothers are standing outside wishing to see you. And he answered and said to them, My mother and my brothers are these who hear the word of God and do it. Uh, in our culture... That sounds pretty disrespectful of your parents, doesn't it? Tell me the truth. Nod your head this way if you think it's disrespectful. If you don't, not it that way. It's a cultural thing. I'm just going to tell you. It's a cultural thing. I, I guarantee you that wasn't the case because we know Jesus didn't sin, right? Jesus never sinned, so he couldn't have been disrespectful because that's, that's a sin, right, to your parents, honor your father and mother, right? All right, y'all are, y'all are not... You're not looking at me right. Y'all looking at me like the teddy bears. Come on now. Yeah, there we go. All right. So uh, it doesn't have to do, this didn't have to do with respect. It has to, be with, has to do with being part of the family. Okay? I want you to think about this. If you're part of the family of God, it's going to be natural for you to let the light of Jesus shine through you. You get that? It's, it's a natural thing to let him shine through you. In fact, verse 21 says, if you're a part of the family of God, you are one of the ones who hear the word of God and does what? Do you all remember? And does it. You hear the word of God and you do it. So part of listening is acting on what you hear. Okay? You can't separate them. Hearing, hearing the word of the Lord and then not acting on it, you might as well not have heard it. In fact, it's sinful, right? Because if you hear the word, what Lord's telling you to do, and you don't do it, that's a sin, right? That's a sin of omission. Don't want it like that. All right. You see how all these verses kind of start tying together? The light and the family, and he's wanting us to listen to what he's telling us and then to do what he's, what he's telling us. Um, see, we're to, we're to shine the light. By listening and doing the Word of God. We're to shine His light by listening and doing. See, it's about having an active faith. An active faith, a bold faith. It's all about personal relationship to God. Does, does, your, does your walk show it? Does your life show it? Jesus says right here that your life is going to show it. When you're hearing him and doing what he tells you to do. All right, we're, we're about to go on to the next few verses, okay? And I've I got to admit, I, 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 you got to think, okay? I'm, I'm going to make you wake up, okay? Is everybody waking up? All right, nobody's sleeping. Everybody put on your thinking cap because you got to use your brain for a couple minutes here, okay? Are you all with me? All right, that's, that's what I needed to know. All right, so th- this passage... Uh, the passage I just covered, I have not heard very many sermons on it. Have y'all? I, I really hadn't. But I'm going to tell you, the next part of this passage, I've heard a million sermons on it. And the next part of this passage, uh, I actually preached my first sermon from the complimentary passage found in Mark of this same thing. My first sermon was preached out of this. So I've heard this one a million times. But, the Gospel of Luke, does anybody remember that it was written in chronological order, right? It's the only gospel that was written in order 
by chronology. So basically, when you see something in the Gospel of Luke, it's time, you know, this happened and then the next chunk happened, right? Y'all still with me? Shake your head this way if you're with me. Okay. All right. So uh, I want us to link these two passages together, okay? I want us to think about them as a whole because when this uh, was written down, it was written as a whole, okay? It wasn't just Jesus in the boat as we're about to look at. So it makes sense that they're connected. Do y'all agree with that? It makes sense. I mean, it's in Luke. This passage came before this one that they're all connected. So I'm going to read the whole passage, then we're going to go break it down. It's, it's not very long. It's Luke 8, 22 to 25. Uh, just listen as I, as I read. It says, Now on one of those days, Jesus and his disciples got into the boat, and he said to them, Let us go over to the other side of the lake. Sound familiar? Y'all heard this one before? Okay. So they launched out. But as they were sailing along, he fell asleep. And a fierce gale of wind descended on the lake, and they began to be swamped and to be in danger. And they came to Jesus and woke him up, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. And he got up and rebuked the wind and the surging waves, and they stopped, and it became calm. And he said to them, Where is your faith? They were fearful and amazed, saying to one another, who then is this that he commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him? Now, I've heard this preached a million times. Seriously, a whole lot of times. What a great passage. Look back at verse 22 with me. It says, Now on one of those days, Jesus and his disciples got into a boat, and he said to them, Let us go to the other side of the lake. So they launched out. Where did Jesus tell his disciples they were going? To the other side, okay? He said, we're going to the other side. Now, Jesus is God, right? And if Jesus tells you something, you can, you can put bank on it, right? 100%. Can I tell you, these disciples, they were in a learning place right now. They, they're trying to figure out what's going on. See, Jesus often took his disciples into the laboratory of life to see how their discipleship was going. Man, they failed so many times. You ever failed the Lord? Oh, man. Me too. Me too. Look at verses 23 and 24. It says, But as they were sailing along, he fell asleep, and a fierce gale of wind descended on the lake, and they began to be swamped and to be in danger. And they came to Jesus and woke him up, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. And he got up and rebuked the wind and the surging waves, and they stopped, and it became calm. See, storms happen on the Sea of Galilee. They can come out of nowhere. Um, one of the greatest uh, blessings of my life was getting to go and visit Israel. And, and being on the Sea of Galilee was one of my favorite parts, being in a boat. And I can just imagine the storm coming up real quick. Now, we have to remember, all, most of these disciples, or quite a few of them, they're fishermen. Okay, they're not, uh, you know, just uh, tax collectors. It wasn't all that. There were a bunch of fishermen who've been on there their whole lives, and yet here they are. They were scared, weren't they? From a human perspective, things were looking really bad. For those fishermen to come running and, and say, hey, hey, uh, Jesus, we're dying here. We're not doing well here. We're dying. What did Jesus do? Did he get angry at the disciples? No. 
He just looked, looked at the waves and the wind and rebuked them, not the disciples. thought that was interesting. Verse 25, and he said to them, where is your faith? And they were fearful and amazed, saying to one another, who then is this that he commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him? See, the disciples didn't know who Jesus was. They didn't. I mean, they knew he was a great guy, and they knew, they knew there was, you know, something special about him. But they didn't believe he was God. They didn't believe who he was. Because Jesus didn't say at the beginning, hey, let's go to the middle of the lake and drown. Did he? He said, no, let's go to the other side. That, that, you can take him at his word. If he says we're going to the other side, we're going to the other side, right? They didn't pass the test. That was a test of their faith. It was a test of their faith to see what they had been learning. See, see, they were, do you remember the passage before? They were learning about family and what, what the family of God uh, looks like. They were, they were learning about what the family does, and that what the family does is listen and obey. Remember that? You listen and obey. Well, then he gives them a test on it. That's what this passage is. It's a test for his disciples to see if they got the lesson he had just taught about you listen and then you do it. But they didn't get it. They didn't get the lesson. They didn't, they didn't understand it. They didn't understand it. But you know what? He didn't give up on them, did he? They didn't get just one test in their life, and that was it, and it was over, and they were done. No. Those 12 men God used to change the world, didn't he? He used them to change the world. In fact, we're here meeting in this place today because of those 12 that failed that test. Isn't that awesome? Because it, it means we got hope, y'all. It means we got hope. Because I don't pass every test I go through. Do y'all? Every test? I hope I'm getting more mature and learning and, and maybe passing some bigger tests and things, but, but none of us are perfect, are we? We're not. But this is, this is what we are. We're His kids. And all we have to do is listen and obey. And see, we have the knowledge of this word that, hey, they failed that test. But you know what? We know he's faithful, don't we? We know that God is faithful. And we can trust him. And so my challenge to you today is, if you're a believer, trust him. Trust him through whatever's going on in your life right now. Trust him with the finances. Trust him with the cancer. Trust him with whatever... God has allowed into your life right now. Trust Him with it. And listen and obey what He says. And you know, you know what? No matter what the outcome is, you'll pass the test. And you know what? When you pass test in the kingdom, God is just cheering you on. Can I tell you, He loves you so much. He desires so much to have that relationship with you. He is just cheering you on. As you trust Him, because He is a trustworthy God. I'm going to ask the band to come right now. We're coming to a time that uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to close. I'm, I'm going to ask everybody just to bow your heads, close your eyes where you are. 
The first thing I want to ask is, do you have a relationship with God through Jesus? Because you, you can't have any of what we talked about today without that initial relationship. And so I, I want to encourage you, if you've never done that before, this morning, we're, we're gonna, I'm going to pray, we're going to sing a song. After that song, if you're in this room, uh, after our gathering's over, I'm going to be right down front here. I'd encourage you to come. We'll talk one-on-one. I'd love to pray for you, whatever's going on. If, if you're on our live stream today, I want to encourage you to call right now, 334-298-0923, extension 110. And I've got somebody ready to share Jesus with you, share about him and how much he loves you. And how to have that relationship with God. Hey, if you need somebody to pray for you, again, at, after the last song, I'm going to be down front here. And I, I would love to talk to you some. If maybe you're, you're a believer, but you need somebody to pray with you, I, I want you to, uh, you can just text the word pray to 334-384-1999. Or call 334-298-0923, extension 110. Heavenly Father, as we come to this time, God, it's going to be different in this room. It's not a normal invitation that we've norm normally had, a normal response time. But God, I know you're working. And so I pray, Lord, that you'll be preparing hearts, that we'll be worshiping together. And after this worship, Lord, that we'll see how you've been working, Lord, through people responding in this room, through people responding online. God, I, I just, I pray, God, for you to work, for you to have your way and your will. God, I, I thank you so much for this song that we're about to sing, that, God, we would just believe it. It's Scripture, just that we would believe it. And, Lord, that we would act blessed, as blessed as this song in your word says that we are. And so, God, we trust you today, thanking you for what you're doing. For it's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Central Live podcast. If you'd like more information, visit our website at centrallive.org.